Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. You want answers. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Open the pod bay doors now. What is going on, everyone? My name is Michael, and welcome to Cinemates, a podcast where a bunch of mates chat about cinema over some drinks. Today I'm joined by, of course, Marvel expert Angus and his brother Tom, who's already been on the podcast. Boys, thanks for coming on to the show. How are you going? Yes, we're back. Very well. Good first to have one, you on. First one with my brother. Here we go. Yeah, some brotherly love I'm today. i here to take over the Marvel expert reigns. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. No, no, no. So in this episode, we'll be diving into the MCU TV series, Moon Knight Season 1, created by Jeremy Slater and starring Oscar Isaac and a star-studded cast. And while we do that, Tom, what are we going to be drinking today? We're going to be drinking some Balters. <laughs> nice. Nice effect there. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Also, we're trying to get to 50 five-star reviews on Spotify, so please make sure you're following the podcast and give us a healthy five stars if we deserve it. Also, check out the Cinemaze YouTube channel where I post video essays on film and TV characters. Now, to listeners out there who haven't listened to the podcast yet, like to get an idea of who our guests are and what they like to watch. However, both of you have already been on the pod. Yeah, I've answered these questions a few times. A few times, but we've got some new ones, new divisive ones for Tom. Uh, first question, Robert Pattinson or Andrew Garfield? Um, I'm going to have to go with Andrew Garfield on this one. Uh, well, I think Robert Pattinson has done some amazing work in, in The Batman and Good Time, The Lighthouse. Um, Andrew Harry Garfield Potter. is... Yes, yes, Cedric Dickery in Harry Potter. <laughs> um, Andrew Garfield just tops it for me. You know, he's, he's Spider-Man, Hacksaw Ridge, Social Network. There's just so many great ones he's been in. and Great body of work. Yeah, great, great body as well. Whoa. <laughs> David Fincher or Adam McKay? Um, this was actually tough for me. Um, Adam McKay has done some absolute all-time comedies. Mm-hmm. But you really just can't go past David Fincher when you're talking about film. You know, he's done he's done Fight Club Seven. He's um done a couple of seasons of Mindhunter, mm. which is sick. I'm um, glad you mentioned that. It gets swept under a lot, but it's a an insane yeah, TV show. Yeah, he's sick. So you're going with Fincher. Fincher. 
Who loves nice. his crime, eh? Loves crime. Loves a, loves a good thriller and a mind bender. Next question, Nicole Kidman or Kate Blanchett? Um, this was a quite an easy one for me. Um, <laughs> I went with Kate, Kate Blanchett here. Okay. Um, you know, growing up watching Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Um, and then sort of recently with uh, Thor Ragnarok. Mm. She was really good in that. And quite frankly, Nicole Kidman kind of annoys me. Annoys you? Why? I don't know why. It's just that's not a cold take either. I don't think. Yeah, it's. I don't know why she annoys me. Was I know it she's a bit a of an Australian particular character, or just her as a person? <laughs> yeah, what, like what, look, just her as what, a person. I I know. Yeah, I know she's an know Australian. Her, I know, but <laughs> I know, but I don't know. I I have no just reason why. It's just something, something about, about it. Like, yeah, Jeez, it, it, tough, I don't know. tough critics out here. Okay, next question: Toy Story or Lion King? Um, Hakuna Matata, Lion King, <laughs> easily. <laughs> nice. Um, just great memories from the childhood watching that movie. Yeah. Um, Toy Story, Toy Story was also a bit creepy in my opinion. Creepy? Just, How yeah. so? I don't know. I don't have fond memories of Toy Story like I do Lion King. Okay. Maybe, maybe it needs a rewatch. Maybe. Those, yeah, aliens, those aliens are pretty I never creepy. saw the new one either, the, the fourth one. I haven't seen the fourth one either, but um, Toy Story 3 was very good. Shed a few tears at the end. Next question, Stranger Things or Game of Thrones? Uh, Stranger Things, easily. Um, never really got into Game of Thrones. Um, watched about a season and a half and just sort of turned it off. Never okay. came back to it. Um, and, yeah, Stranger Things is, what, three and a half seasons through right now and it's just, it never misses. Absolute so. fire. It is Season four heat. just dropped. The time of recording, it is very good. Long break between innings for Stranger Things, but, yeah, Season four is fire. Very keen for part two. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to switch things up here like um, like Will did in the uh, the Batman episode. Took some okay. inspiration from him. You got some questions I've got a couple of questions for you, Mick. Firing um, back. This might be a bit of a controversial one for you, especially while we're on the topic of uh, the MCU. If you could eliminate one of the original Avengers, who would it be? Oh. Oh. Wow. So, like, I answer have, carefully. I have to eliminate one. You of them. have to gun to your head, and you have to be like one of the one of the original six is gone. Man. Wow, I think I know. I think not I like not killed say. off. I mean, like like never never came existed. in. Yeah, never existed. Never existed. I'm pre- I'm pretty. I think in my head, I know he's gonna pick. Um, probably say Black Widow. Oh, because Man. like the I don't know. I just resonated more with the others. Like her. Upbringing, yeah, it's obviously pretty tough being raised in like the KGB or whatever, in the Red Room. But mm. I don't know, just never really. I was sad when she died in Endgame. Yeah, well, that's because you developed a thing with her. But if she never existed, then yeah, whatever. I thought you were gonna say Hawkeye, but yeah, I guess when his family t- when his family comes into it, then you start feeling that, a bit more. For that him. got me over the line yeah, yeah, with yeah. Hawkeye. But those I was tossing up those. Yeah, Black mm. Widow is like just quite individual. Yeah. Okay, one more question. Um, if you could only watch one TV show for the rest of your life, what would it be? Wow. Like Fictional. you sat down, sat down. It was the only, only thing you could watch ever, and you just watched it on repeat. <laughs> I had no access to anything else, no, like nothing else. <laughs> yeah, My Netflix had the- that show, and that's it. <laughs> Click yeah. um, Wow, that's an insanely hard one. Now, this is an insanely tough question. You really um, put a sword to my throat, but. I'm going to go with Dark on Netflix. Ooh. Now, the reason I've gone with it is because 
it's such a mind-bending story and it blew me away. I've said it on previous episodes, it's one of my fastest binges. Literally watched an entire season in one day and then, you know, the, the other two very quickly after. But they wrote the entire show for seasons one, two and three before even starting the thing. Wow, so they were just all in on it. So they were all in on the story and they executed it so perfectly. Isn't it foreign? So you're going to watch a foreign German, show? German, yeah. You're going to w- listen to German? We need to, no, we need to. you sit down to watch TV. Yeah, loved it. It was oh, that good. We need to sit, we need to watch this. Yeah, I've been trying to get, I've been trying to get Everyone's dad to watch, to watch it. To watch Big it. man Pete Newell, shout out. Mate. And he <laughs> get him keeps, to. He keeps Pete being Newell, too Big tired to award. listen to German. <laughs> you can dub it if you want with English. No, you can't. Yeah, you just have to subtitle it. Because we watched Parasite the other night. Yeah. We subtitles. didn't dub that. Mate, subtitles. International. We watched Squid Game with with um, dub. Dub. Oh, so so shit. It was so Jeez. bad. Great um, show though. All right, good answer. I'm convinced on Dark now after I've listened to you talk about it. Fucking mate. Like I could not seven attest, episodes. I could not attest to Dark enough. Um, I was gonna say as well. Close a close second pick would have been True Detective, but only season one. Mm, yeah. And then I'm like, I don't want one, one season, season of television. But yeah, good question there. So for the next Cinemates Elevator Pitch in this episode, we've got one from Will. So let's hear what he's recommending. Michael, thanks very much for having me on the podcast. Uh, I'll be mailbagging Gangs of London. So allow me to set the scene. When an underworld crime lord finds himself at the wrong end of a revolver, a power vacuum ensues. Anarchy reigns amongst the powerful gangs of London. Drugs, sex and betrayal are rife throughout this cracking first season. A must-watch if you're a fan of Joe Cole. Uh, recently been renewed for season two, which I believe is coming out later this year. Now's the time to watch it. Okay. Ooh, wow. I have not seen that myself yet. Have you guys seen it? No, I haven't. I haven't seen it either. Yeah, I can't say I've actually heard that many people recommending it, but, you know, Will's a, an excellent movie critic and he's been on the podcast before, so I trust his judgment. We'll give it a watch and we'll see how it goes. So thanks for the elevator pitch. Okay, so getting into Moon Knight, to listeners out there who haven't seen the show yet, guys, what would you say about the TV series in one word? Grasping. Okay, mm. Tom. I said uh, refreshing. Mm. My one word's going to be different. So you've heard our words. There's going to be some spoilers after this. Go watch Moon Knight. It's a great show. Just before we get into it, we'll take a short ad break. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Okay, boys, getting into Moon Knight or our sort of overall thoughts of the show. Uh, I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, to be fair, I wasn't all in on it. Okay. Um, Man, we were so hype after every we were, episode, surely. No, we were hype after the first two episodes. After episode one was hectic. Episode one was hectic. Episode two was hectic. Episode four was hectic. But then, I don't know, it's... I found it somewhat hard to, like, connect with the show. Like, Okay. I'll get into it later, but it was, like... It's just a bit of a weird sort of, like, underlying theme to the show. And while, like, the whole superhero and, like... um sort of like character development part of the show was sick. Um, yeah, there was other parts of it which I f- found hard to resonate with. Yeah, I think I, I think I agree. I think, um, you know, they're obviously introducing a new character that we're not familiar with. Um, and I haven't read the comics myself, so I wasn't that kind of across the Moon Knight character. But overall, I thought it was refreshing. It was, it was really good overall. Um, and as I said, as my one word... It was something different. Like we've obviously had um, One Division, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, yeah, they're all they're all TV shows off characters we already know. Yeah, we already know them. We're kind of we kind of know what we're expecting. Whereas going into this, I was like, I had no preconceived ideas. I knew it was going to be that sort of disassociative character. But um, I thought as well, Oscar Isaac and Ethan Hawke, they were so good. Isaac especially, like he was really funny. He was emotional at times. He had some great action pieces. Um, so he gave some really good range. And I think as well, the cast, they all, you know, obviously with the story taking a big twist, they all had to play multiple versions of themselves. And I thought that was kind of pretty impressive, especially from a Marvel show. What we've recently discussed as well in a few other Marvel episodes mm. a couple of weeks back was the CGI sort of getting a bit iffy. Yeah. And I thought... A lot of this was very like spectral and like so many like, there was like weird anim- Egyptian animals we saw. I mm. thought the CGI was like really good in this one. Yeah, there was some parts no, at, the I think start, the at the start. start. The episode one, some of the CGI was like just yeah, and it, like what, like what, like in the car chase, the ice cream truck thing in that sort of like grassy town. It was pretty bad. Oh, yeah. okay. But other than that, I in think it, when in they, it, when like they when fo- it's dark, when, when there's main parts, like I think <laughs> when, when they focus dark. on, <laughs> they can get it better. When they focus on him transforming into Moon Knight, and then yeah. also like the hippo um, lady, whatever mm. she's called. Um, <laughs> that was. <laughs> we'll get to that later. Yeah, like those parts are good. Like yeah, the, it was good. The integral parts, but like the small bits that you notice, yeah. in fight scenes and like quick cuts. I think mm. they. Um, I think this is the most they've spent on a show. Show. In the MCU so far, I think they spent like really? twenty million dollars um, wow. compared to other ones. But yeah, the quality was definitely better. Um, definitely, it's definitely my favorite MCU show. Really, so far now it probably, over Loki. Yeah, I reckon it tops Loki. I, I okay. just liked um, like one of my points. My overall overall thoughts was just like 
the the mental aspect of the show. Mm. Um, he's just like caught inside his own head a lot yeah. of the time, and um, like you get to like episode four, I think it was, where you get a big plot twist and. Yep. Um, yeah, just, just always kept on your toes. You don't know yeah. what is real and, you know, what, like, the, the real world is pushing at him. So you don't know if yeah, if he's inside his head or not. Mm. Yeah, I think, like, first four episodes, similar to what Tom said, like, until that twist came, I was a bit like, okay, this is a bit cliche. Like, they're going on this heist in Egypt. Like, he's probably going to win. It's just a classic, classic villain sort of, versus hero. Yeah. You know, he gets the girl. And, and I'm really glad that they did do that twist. Like overall with that twist and with the ending, I thought it was great. But until that point, I was like, okay, this is a bit mediocre. Mm. But overall I thought, um, yeah, very unique story. And if I'm they, glad they like backed themselves. If that. they don't like bring him into the wider MCU, which Tom, you, you were telling me like while we were watching the show that they just wanted to yeah. say, like, win an Emmy from the show, keep it as a – one season thing, so they oh, can, okay. yeah, so they can get that. like awards because MC- the Marvel they want studios MCU have to never be well, Oscar Isaac anyway only signed up like his contract only yeah. lasted for one. So season. that worries me. But usually, usually him. when like when um, Chris Evans and and Robert Downey Jr. sign up, they sign up for five or six movies, mm. and Tom Holland whatever they will sign up for yeah. four or five movies. Yeah, like he signed up for that one series and that one series alone. I think um, they've renewed. But you don't know where that two, though, you don't right? know where that takes it. Like. You don't know how you don't know how just started be. these series. Mm. You don't know how these contracts work. They're like, oh, they do. They start with the TV series and then they sign for three movies if they're coming into the MCU. Yeah. Like, but I don't know. Like, how would they even bring Moon Knight into the MCU? I reckon. I don't know. As if like, man, Konsdu has you can left. Just get recruited. Konsdu has left. He's, he he's gone. Been. He's gone. He's with old mate that we'll talk about later. Oh, uh, he's with Layla. No, no he's, not, mate. he's with he's with uh, Jakey boy. Jake. Oh, true. True, true. We'll, we'll get into that later. But, yeah, I, th- I think that's interesting. I think as well um, the banter was good. I liked it. It was, it was a bit refreshing, mm. pretty funny. A little bit cringe at, at times and we'll talk about it later. But um, overall, yeah, as you said, Angus, it's some great action Oscar's scenes. banter with himself. Yeah, yeah he's Him, bantering. Stephen and Mark bantering <laughs> himself. I think that's pretty, it's pretty hard to, like, execute a show well when it's one actor playing – Multiple characters, especially when they're like in the same scene together. Yeah, um, and I think they pulled that off really well. Yeah, like the sort like, of no one's really done that well before, and they did it. Yeah, well. just like the sort of yeah, sort of oh, comedic split. duo between split. James McAvoy and split. yeah, yeah, but like very few, yeah, 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 few 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 productions have done it well. Um, yeah, so I'm very keen to see where they go with the character and and if it will be kind of uh, fit into the MCU. Guys, what were your kind of favorite scenes or quotes from the series? Um, I reckon just uh, in general the suit up scenes when mm. Mark suits up into uh, into the Moon Knight. They were so hype. Hey? They were so they sick. were so hype. I I reckon hot take. They they are the best suit ups no. since Iron Man. Okay, since I'm happy. You yeah, said since. Well not, not better than Iron Man. Obviously, yeah. Iron Man is is the goat. But yeah, I think I reckon he's got the best suit ups. Yeah. Up there as well would probably be Thor in Infinity War yeah, but when he comes down. Yeah, but it's not really, it's not really a suit up. up it's just an arrival. No, no, no. Like every time every time he like is like dead oh, yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. and he, his hammer like oh. puts his suit on and shit. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, no, it was very cool. Um, I thought as well like the um, the transitions into that, like, 
you know, when we, we didn't get out. a lot of it, but every time it did come, it had a huge impact. Yeah. Um, uh, for me, like the biggest part of the show was that like insanely emotional scene when he flashes back to how, um, how Steven was sort of created, how, mm. like, how this branched off yeah. personality was formed. This and, was like, my how sad part. it was where like he lost his, lost his brother and then his mum starts blaming him for the death of his brother. Yeah. Beating him. Like, it's pretty dark. So dark. And then, like, this branch off personality comes and then Stephen finds out how it all occurred and he just, like, yeah, has a breakdown. It's Man, that was, yeah, that was really good. That was easily my favourite episode. I thought, you know, again, you know, you'd think that it was going to be this kind of, like, upbeat action superhero series. But then this, I think it was, like, the whole episode was dedicated to his upbringing, how his brother dies, the mum blamed it on him, and then to like cope with the trauma of yeah, the mum coming to reconcile with all of his like past trauma. Yeah, as a way to yeah, yeah, heal exactly. Yeah, you know, that's cool. And like, it brings up another thought for me is that this series was like there's like three origin stories in one. Like you've got Moon Knight showing us the origin of Moon Knight, like coming into the MCU. Mm. You've got how Mark became the avatar for Khonshu yep. and Steven like figures that out along the way. And then you've also got how Mark branched off Steven, branched off Jake, who we'll talk about later. Yeah. There's yeah. Three, three in one. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, it's, it's really, they, they executed it really well. And I think that within that, my like favorite scene was where um, he has left his family, left his mum. He's still in contact with his dad. Um, and obviously he puts on the kind of Steven persona to hide Mark from like any bad things. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's standing outside the like wake for his mum's funeral on the street and the dad's like, come in, come in. And he like, can't do it. He's like crying. Oscar Isaac's just like killing it with his performance. And then he's just like, no, nah, I'm turning into Steven. And then Steven just comes out all like chirpy, starts like walking down the street. And like it was just so sad. Doesn't he call doesn't he get out his phone and like call his mum as well? Yeah, something like Steven? that. And yeah, it was just such a good scene. That's music, uh, like that music blaring. Yeah. He continually who's he calling? He, oh, he's leaving voicemails for his mum constantly. Who's that's dead? Steven, yeah. Because mm. when dead. they were in when they're in the hospital as well, you see you see Mark say something about like his mum being dead and then Steve's like my mum's not dead. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so he's in, like, denial um, whenever yeah. he becomes Stephen. One of my good parts as well is how um, it was in the UK to start off with. Mm. Um, and I'll just integrate a fun fact, this, that um, Oscar Isaac made the decision uh, to implement a UK accent for Stephen. Uh, he's just, I don't think he's meant to be. Um, British no, in the comics. not in the comics. So the director was like, oh, yeah, we'll roll with this. And then Kevin Feige was like, look, yeah, this works. We've got too many superhero origin stories that are in New York. So let's let's <laughs> branch out. change it up. Let's branch out globally, go to UK, and it, it's sick. Because then you also really differentiate the two characters. Like, you mm. know, okay, UK accent, Stephen. Yeah. American, Mark. Yeah, so good. I think as well, like, on that point, Oscar Isaac's accent is so good. Like it doesn't. It's really good. It doesn't drop. It doesn't slip at all throughout. I guess if maybe you're from the UK, you might be able to catch him up a little bit. But for us, like, could not tell. Yeah. Obviously, knowing he's not British, but like, and there were some hilarious quotes. Like, 
he would say very British things. Like he's like, no, 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 mate, you're having a laugh. Like, <laughs> just like, like that's not true. That's not true. You that's both having true. a laugh. <laughs> so many funny things like that. Like sometimes it's a bit cringe, but like his accent well, in yeah. those things. What about was so Wagwan? <laughs> yeah, and he like I got you, Wagwan. <laughs> he says something <laughs> about like, oh no, I prefer cricket, mate. Like oh, yeah. <laughs> something stupid, like, but it was it was good in that sense. Um, another one was oh, actually on that point, like, uh, Mark being American, Stephen being British, like their banter between themselves was pretty funny when they're in, like they go to Egypt and there's a conflict where they keep going back and forth, mm. and Stephen has like just started to get along with Layla, um, and. Mark is like, if you lay one finger on Layla, I'll throw us both off a cliff. It's <laughs> just like funny, Wait, funny little like jokes like that. Five minutes later, he plants a little awkward kiss on Layla as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Him. And then, and then, like, turns into Mark, and Mark punches himself in the face. <laughs> yeah, he he, t- he takes over and punches himself in the face, and then um, turns back into Steven. Steven, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> one thing with that, like, this is something that I was a bit like. I couldn't like grasp. So Layla has married Mark, the the human being Mark, mm. but then physical. Like, she's yeah. just like so like accepting that Mark has like these two personalities, and she just like goes with it. Well, in like, the first, gets no, with, no, 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 <laughs> like gets in the oh, she was, No, she was pretty baffled. She's pretty in, like, the apartment baffled, but like, surely you'd still be like, nah. Like, the this first is- like two, like first two or three episodes, she's like thinks he's lying. She's like, mm. yeah, whatever, mate. Like whatever, Mark. Like yeah. You're just doing a little character, like trying to be undercover. It's yeah, pretty crazy true. as well. When, you know when he finds the phone in the apartment mm. and he sort of like reaches up into that like attic place and he pulls out this phone and there's like probably like 150 missed calls from Layla, <laughs> yeah. like an insane amount going like, going like, Mark, Mark, where are you? And he like calls her back and he's like, it's like, who are you? Why are you calling me Mark? <laughs> and she's like, she's like, where have you been? Like I've been calling you for days. <laughs> She's been calling all day long. He's like, who's Mark? (laughs) That was funny. Um, What do we think about the mental hospital twist? I thought it was pretty sick. I I don't know. We sort of all knew it was coming just Mm. from the trailer and stuff and and like basic knowledge from the comics. But when it actually happened, like after he gets shot in that sort of Egyptian temple, he gets shot and he wakes up to – him sort of sitting there watching um, that movie. What's the movie called? The one that stars Stephen Grant? Tomb Raider. Yeah, it's like a fake. It's a fake. It's a movie. fake movie. It's called Tomb Raider in the thing. Yeah. It's yeah. called Tomb Raider in yeah. the thing. Um, and then yeah, everyone, like an that we've, every character that we've sort of seen throughout mm. the first few episodes is like, like in, in there as in patients psychiatric hospital. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then like Ethan Hawke's character Arthur Harrow is his doctor. Yeah. <laughs> And you're just like, what the fuck is going on? And, and, yeah. and is it Mark at first who's who's in the hospital or is it Steven? I think it's Mark. I think it's Mark. Mark. Yeah. yeah. Can I say, I was like adamant, like, okay, I, I sort of was like, okay, this is the afterlife. He's going to have to try to get back. You, Tom, you kept trying to convince me that, oh, yeah, the, the whole part of the show, he's been in a dream, like it's fake, like the <laughs> You were so convinced that like this is all in his mind, and yeah. because because you were on like the this is only going for one season, mm. that it's all just going to be like a oh like we get to see Moon Knight in action, but you know he's not actually real. Well, that was all based. That was all based on the fact that you see at the start he's like this 
he's clearly mentally ill and he's like got personality and identity disorders and yeah, yeah. sleeping problems. He ties himself to his bed and puts sand around his bed so he doesn't <laughs> leave. Like he's he's obviously cracked in the head. But yeah. like when that sort of happened, I was like, yeah, no, this is he's all made this up in his head to sort of cope with some past trauma mm. and like um that obviously he's in a mental hospital. So Yeah. Like, See, I never thought Kevin Feige would butcher a character like that again. Like not after the Mandarin and the uproar that got yeah. Iron Man 3 where you bring in a character but he's not actually the real character from like yeah. so when they when they announced Moon Knight I wasn't that familiar with it but like watching a lot of YouTube they're all saying about how there's this character who's got you know multiple personalities and he's also this superhero I was like how on earth are they going to do this in a TV show yeah but I think they did it pretty well yeah they like, much nailed it I think yeah they, they did it well um, as you said, yeah, it's like very different. It's very, very refreshing because it's it's something new instead of yeah, just, instead of just exactly beating the nail into the multiverse. Yeah, for sure. And I th- I'm glad that they did it. Just talking on um, Arthur Harrow, Ethan Hawke's character, I thought he was really good. Like at the very start, we get introduced to Harrow first, and he like puts glass in his shoes, wears intense. them around. I was like, Jesus, like who's this guy? Yeah. Um. But then, and he like he's played really well. He's like this great character, um, and then we see him as the Doctor, and Ethan Hawke plays this Doctor. Like I don't know about you guys, but I was thinking like he was so different, and yeah, he was well, so like if yeah, if you've seen Ethan Hawke's body of work, like he he can play a nice guy. Yeah, absolutely. But he's also a very yeah menacing like dude when he speaks really slowly. And, yeah, um, like. He just like takes over a room mm. when he's you know got monologues, yeah, and he's sort of like a sort of a ground level threat of a character, yeah. Um, in this, um, but like he seems very very sinister, yeah. Which is really sick. Well, speaking of like, you got Ethan Hawke who's like, you know, got some insane uh, performances to his name. You got Oscar Isaac, another high caliber actor. You got F Murray Abraham who is an Academy Award winner. Like, they're not signing up for this Marvel TV show for no reason. Mm. Um, you know, it had depth, it had range. Um, so, yeah, it was, it was great. I think as well, what did you guys think of the uh, scenes where Mark and Steven are in the, like, afterlife kind of sand World, oh, like oh. On, on the boat going to on the, the boat, uh, yeah. the field of reeds. What'd you, cool. what'd you guys think of that? That was really visually pleasing. Yeah, um, the, I thought the boat was sick, like just going through the plain sand, like not actually going through water, and then like having both of them in a scene. Obviously, is pretty hard to film, mm. so the action was pretty cool there. And then um, another point I had was that it's cool to see another part of the afterlife in the MCU, like a different culture's afterlife. Yeah. So this is sort of like the Egyptian culture's afterlife as we've already seen, like Black Panther, the spectral plane that they have. Mm. Um, so, you know, there's like sort of different um, areas you can go when you die. Yeah. I think um, on that point, like there's obviously scenes where Mark is talking with Steven and like Oscar Isaac would be like hugging someone. Mm. But for other scenes, like, is he mostly acting on his own, or is there someone there? I think some. I think a lot of these shows they do like it's like tennis ball acting. So 
they just put a tennis ball on a stick up like and that's what you look at. So impressive. Like Yeah, I was gonna say, like he's that's got a, maybe maybe they maybe they put in another person there with But it's not like it's not like he's acting with someone in a scene, like and bouncing off their emotion. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's, like, he's like, okay, I've got to bring the emotion for what I'm saying from Mark right now. And then I've got to like respond mm. when I when I like, you know, say a couple like maybe like thirty seconds after they click a new take and respond with new lines responding to what I just said as Mark. Like Yeah. Yeah. That's like pretty like, yeah, those that. interactions between Mark and Steven, when you see both of them um in a in like a, a scene, um, were like there was emotional stuff. Like oh, 100%. when he when he's talking about I don't want to go back to see the um to see his mum's like abuse and in that memory and yeah. he starts like smacking himself in the face. Yeah. Um there's also the ones where um they're on on the boat and like He's like convincing him to. He's like, yeah, I gotta, I gotta fight off like these blokes. Like, yeah, it was nice. Yeah, so good. Um, what about as well the like final sort of fight where you got Conchu fighting, um, old mate crocodile. You got Steven slash Mark slash Moon Knight fighting um Harrow, mm. um, as well as Layla who gets her avatar. You got that really cool scene where. Um, Conchu's like getting killed in the background in Egypt mm. and then underneath Harrow is like about to kill uh, Moon Knight and it's like this kind of parallel thing. But then um, he snaps out of it and he's just like killed everyone and killed Harrow. Do you think that was a cool scene? It's cool. Um, I think they used the snaps a lot where we could yeah. have seen some really cool action scenes. But then you snap and it's over, and you're like, "Oh, oh, okay, okay." I sort of did. <laughs> I guess it sort of see some action. I guess it sort of like um, symbolizes like how Stephen is as like when he's in these situations and he like gets forced to turn mm. to Mark. Yeah, so like really high pressure situations. If we're in Stephen's shoes, we're not gonna experience him like murking all these people. We're like. He just blacks yeah, out. Yeah, that's true. Back and then that's they're all dead. Point. And you're like, oh my God, what happened? I guess. Yeah. So you you are like, you stay. You're in the perspective connected of with Steven. With Steven yeah, I in guess that situation. You're, we're meant to, as as the series flows along, we were always meant to follow with Steven, Steven. the most. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. And then obviously they wake up in the hospital. There's kind of that final confrontation. So now, uh, is, that, is that real life if they go with season two and Jake? Yeah. Let's talk about Jake Jake's now. there, man. Jake's there. Like they alluded to Jake. So tell the listeners who Jake is. There's a third, um, there's a third personality of Mark Spector, um, and that is Jake Lockley. I'm pretty sure he's sort of like gritty American, maybe like he's, he's New Yorkan. He's New York. He's from yeah, maybe yeah. like the Bronx or Brooklyn or something, something like that. Um, and at the end of the show, um, we think that Conchu has like left. Mark and Stephen to their own devices, but um, turns out he didn't make that deal to leave them from Jake because we never really saw Jake mm. and Jake hasn't connected with the other two. And then he picks up um, Harrow and just shoots him in cold blood. Just bang. Yeah. Um, so that's like alluding to pretty gnarly season two and the adventures we could get with Jake Lockley. So well, that, that was pretty cool. I think, you know, when, when sort of um, Moon Knight or Mark has, um, has Harrow sort of like beat and he's got him on the ground and he's about to kill him. Mm. And Conju's standing there, he's like, do it. Like, you have to do it. And he's like, 
do it yourself. And he throws his like weapon away and Conchu flies away. And then it like flows on and you, and you sort of get the final sequences and then it cuts to Jake at the end and, and Jake just kills him. So it's yeah. actually Conchu killing Harrow. So yeah. He did do it himself. He used Jake as a device, as a, as a method. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. It'll be, it'll, yeah, I'm curious to see if they do. I think season two has been renewed, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see if Jake slash Conchu slash Moon Knight have a role within the extended universe. Um, one thing I wanted to mention as well, uh, they were going to, and I think they'd actually filmed it, have a cameo with Kingo from the Eternals as like an MCU oh. crossover. I'm not sure how. Kingo or when. being the bloke that gets filmed. Yeah, Kumail Nanjiani. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but they got Tom, rid of Tom's it. Tom's favorite actor. <laughs> the, the director said that it didn't really fit in, and it was just like a throwaway sort of cameo, which I'm glad that they didn't do. Like it I was think good just on gotta, its own. I think they've just got to get rid of the Eternals altogether. I think they provide nothing to the MCU. What about Harry Styles? Fuck Harry Styles. Oh, fuck you. He's not really. He's not really a <laughs> jokes. Harry Styles. He's not really a Harry proper. Styles. Styles. He's, he's not really a proper eternal. He comes into like the galaxy, like galaxy element. Yeah, like the universe. Okay, not all of them. Okay, it wasn't a great movie, and you not all. Have the, you can't just have the Eternals. You can't have them showing up like Captain Marvel and just absolutely being way too powerful. No, 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 no. But like, I liked some of them. Like, I want like Barry Keown. Um, the chick who's really fast, played by mm. the deaf actor. Dude, I wanted Gilgamesh to hang around, but he um, died. The yeah, clip. but yeah, the but you dude. got yeah, but like you know, you can't have them all in there. Yeah. Um, and I like the cosmic element, especially because in Thor, I'm fairly sure that Gore, the God Butcher's home planet, gets destroyed because of an Eternal inside the planet. So oh. the Eternals is an important part. Yeah. Right. And that's well, why he hates gods. It's very, like, important with the celestial aspect as well. Yeah. Right, okay. But regardless, wasn't a great movie, but I'm <laughs> so glad I'm that very, they didn't include this Eternal Antimio. I'm just very, I'm, I'm very passionate about, um, about anti-eternalism. <laughs> Starting a movement on the yeah. podcast. Uh, let's get into some bad parts. We already kind of touched on them. What were some kind of key ones for you guys that really irked you? I'll probably just make mine quick. You just had, a, like, a couple points. Um... When we were talking about that Konshu Amit fight at the end, um, I understand that they're quite large in the scene and large things move slow, but I'm like I don't like the slow mo element of it. Like, <laughs> it's just too slow watching someone like like throw a massive like pole or axe into someone. Like yeah, it's it's cool, but I want to see hand to hand combat really fast. You know, they're obviously huge and they weigh. They just a move lot. a lot slower than yeah because than of gravity, right? Humans, yeah. And same with like Ant Man stuff. But yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, I understand that. Ant Man, yeah. When Ant Man, he does when he's big, he does move slow mo as well. But you don't see a lot of you don't see like a two minute fight of him <laughs> in slow mo. <laughs> That's true. Tom, any bad parts that really cheesed you off? Um, uh, we talked about it before, but like some of the CGI was a bit crap. Like mm. at the start in that in that car sequence. Yeah. And I feel like it's um, been like that in quite a few recent MCU things. Like mm. the CGI at the start of Doctor Strange was was shit and like him running through that like <laughs> galaxy thing. I don't even know what it was. Um, and then 
honestly, I think a bit of the CGI in No Way Home was also a bit um, really a bit rare. I thought No Way Home was like flawless, but I do agree. I don't know, maybe because on- it was we were in the third row looking up like directly at the screen maybe. that I thought it was a bit bad, but. Um, yeah, I do think some of them have gone downhill a bit, but yeah. again, going back to what we said, maybe it's just in the daylight. They can't get the daylight CGI. The daylight CGI right. <laughs> Make everything dark. <laughs> Always be at nighttime. Um, um, yeah, yeah I agree. and then just Any one others? more thing. I, I sort of mentioned it before, like me finding it hard to sort of resonate with the, the underlying story of like Egyptian gods and mm. these avatars and stuff. Um while I'm all for like the diversity that Marvel's go into um, with their stories and characters and everything in some parts, this felt a bit forced, um, especially with one of the, one of the scenes with um, Layla. Layla like fighting and she like stops a car and saves like a family. And this like little girl's there. She's like, are you an Egyptian superhero? She's like, I am. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. It's like what? There's I've, so many things that you can blatantly point out as like yeah, yeah I see what you mean diversity and all that stuff. I yeah. saw all these posts on social media that were like from Marvel, being like amazing to have Layla, whatever, as the first Egyptian, Egyptian superhero, superhero yeah, in the MCU. Like, <laughs> so it is quite forced. Like, and as yeah. well, like talking about Doctor Strange, you got America Chavez, you got Miss Marvel. Like they're obviously trying to. You know, show show more ethnicities, show more gender, which is great, but just be normal about it. Yeah, you don't want to force it to a point where like it's not enjoyable. Like we all, we yeah. know, we know she's Egyptian. We know she's a superhero. You don't need to <laughs> We're clearly outline it to us and, in, a, in and, a line. And we appreciate like her heritage and yeah. her gender, but don't say exact like show don't tell. <laughs> exactly, that's exactly. a key movie thing, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I see what you mean. Um, yeah, I I think that. I, I completely agree with you guys. I think as well, some of the jokes were a bit cringe, but mostly it was pretty good. Um, I think the bad parts were kind of redeemed by the story and the twist. Mm. And yeah, some if of there the is a bad joke, it sort of rolls over pretty quickly and then you're, yeah. you're encapsulated again, which is yeah. cool. And again, like... Um, I think Marvel in general is a bit notorious for some for some cringy jokes. Oh, for sure. That's true. Disney. Um, <laughs> but overall, good show compared well to um, some of the other ones and better... Than you know some of their worser shows, I think. Yeah, hundred percent. Very, very keen for season two. Whenever that's coming out. Yeah, um, yeah. We'll see what happens. We'll very see. Uh, we'll see how Mark Spector or Moon Knight fits in. Um, quietly, I mean, can we just say again, Oscar Isaac, an amazing casting. Wow. Yep. Amazing casting. So amazing, amazing performance. Uh, just an amazing man. All yeah. Oscar, if you're listening to this, hats off to you, my friend. Man, he killed it. <laughs> I, I saw something that he, um, both him and Ethan Hawke weren't very big fans of the MCU, but the characters that they were able to play, um, they thought were really good and really deep. We obviously got multiple sides to them, some more emotional scenes. So glad that they accepted it. Like, don't don't feel that you're above. Marvel. Yeah. Well, I and think if still Marvel can it. keep like um, creating these shows and movies that have like more sort of in-depth yeah. um, sort of like characters and, and a storyline, they can they can attract better directors and better actors mm. um, and sort of like produce better movies because yeah. 
if you keep going for the like general superhero origin story, the, blah, the blah, blah, Captain like, America, I am, yeah, like I am all good, and and, and, and even if you yeah. keep forcing this, like. Even if you keep trying to do what you did with like phase three and forcing this sort of multiverse aspect into every single movie, like I just don't think it's going to turn out well, if I'm honest. Yeah, I, I think agree. you almost got to start fresh, like go a different build direction and, and build again. Yeah, I think, um, I think I agree. I think like you obviously saw the success of the Batman, which is like, okay, we're just going to reset, we're going to make a really dark, gritty character study about Bruce Wayne take on different take on the whole Gotham yeah. like Batman scenario um and that sort of formula of not worrying about like the DC universe blah 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 like paid off so i think i think yeah they need to work out how they get that balance of like MCU story over the next like 5 10 years whatever as well as making each thing good. Otherwise yeah. we're just gonna get, you know, these average ones like Eternals. And just these money grabs like money grabs, really good ones like No Way Home. Yeah. So yeah, it'll be interesting to Kevin's see. Kevin's got a plan, man. Kevin. He's Kevin. got a plan. Kevin. He's trust him, Kevin. <laughs> the great man. Uh so that is a wrap for Moon Knight season one. As always, thanks so much for listening into this episode of Cinemates, a podcast where a bunch of mates chat about cinema over some drinks. Huge thank you to Angus and Tom for coming on the podcast yet again. Great chatting with you. Yeah, great yarns. Thanks for having us, Mick. No worries. And as always, please let us know what you want to hear about in future episodes. And if you want to send in a mailbag or do an elevator pitch to me, send us a DM on Instagram or TikTok at cinemaze underscore. Otherwise, we'll catch you for the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Cinemates. Make sure to follow us and leave a review on your chosen streaming platforms. Also check out our Instagram, TikTok and YouTube channel for more Cinemates content. In the spirit of reconciliation, we acknowledge Australia's First Nations people as the traditional owners and custodians of the land and pay respect to the Camaragal people of the Eora Nation upon whose country Cinemates is based. We honour the storytelling and culture of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander communities across Australia. Also, in the spirit of chatting with mates, remember it's always important to check in with those around you. Whether it's friends, family or colleagues, sometimes they may be going through a hard time and chatting with them may reassure them that they aren't alone. If you or anyone you know is ever struggling, call Lifeline on 13 11 14. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.